How's it going, FPL managers? You're very welcome once again to another episode of the Fantasyland FPL podcast with myself, Stephen Gilroy. Daruan is going to join us later on the pod with a voice note with all his reaction to Game Week 36 and some of his plans for 37. We'll look at the results from the game week gone by. We'll talk about potential captaincy and transfers, and we'll also cover some listener questions as well. So sit back, relax, and let's get stuck into game week 36. So just a quick rundown of results from the weekend. Obviously, there's one game left in this game week. Newcastle play Brighton tonight in the Premier League. At the time of recording this, it is Thursday. The deadline for this game week is on Saturday at 11am. Make sure you don't miss it. So starting off on Saturday, just gone by, we had Leeds and Newcastle. Uh, a two-all draw. Big result for Leeds, I suppose, in their battle against relegation. A point maybe might not be enough but I mean at least it wasn't a loss that that was the main thing from that game um Callum Wilson was the big winner FPL wise from that game if you captain him well done he scored twice from two penalties uh Ailing and Christensen got the goals for Leeds Aston Villa beat Spurs by two goals to one with goals from Douglas Louise and Aaron Ramsey or not Aaron Ramsey Jacob Ramsey rather uh Harry Kane scored the goal for Spurs so again if Dara was here now, he would say that Kane has just been consistent, but that's probably about all that he is, picking up five and nine points along the way. Uh, Chelsea drew two all with Nottingham Forest. Palace beat Bournemouth by two goals to nil. Manchester United beat Wolves by two goals to nil with goals from Martial and Garnacho. And then Southampton had their relegation confirmed with a 2-0 loss against Fulham. So their 11-year stay in the Premier League has come to an end for the time being. On Sunday then, Brentford beat West Ham by two goals to nil. Uh, Then you had a 3-0 win for Manchester City, which puts them on the brink of winning the Premier League title. Goals from Gundogan and Haaland, uh, and assists also from Gundogan. Gundogan actually really is having a very, very rich vein of form the last three or four weeks, so it's good to see. He's always a decent option for Manchester City. Then on the the final game on Sunday then was Arsenal and Brighton. So I mean I think that game was pretty much level up until the maybe 50 or 60th minute. And then Brighton scored three times through An- U- Uandev, uh, Incis- Incisio and Estepanan. Estepanan got a massive 17-pointer for Brighton. So if you had him, fair play. Uh, then that pretty much puts you know the uh, the title chances for Arsenal Um they're, they're well and truly gone now. So uh, congratulations to Man City. All they have to do is beat Chelsea at the weekend. And with the way they're playing at the minute, uh, that is very possible. Then on Monday, then Leicester uh, lost to Liverpool by three goals to nil. The goals for Liverpool coming from Alexander-Arnold and Curtis Jones. And then Salah assisted all three for the Reds. And finally, as I mentioned, there's one game left in Game Week 36. Newcastle play Brighton tonight in the Premier League. So that pretty much wraps up Game Week 36. Let's have a quick look at my points tally uh, for the game week. So I am on 58 at the minute. Uh, so just some of the good points I David Ray and goal Lewis Dunk has played one game so far he's got six points he kept a clean sheet against Arsenal Luke Shaw with eight points uh, Matoma got three uh, Pascal Gross got five Salah with 12 Haaland with seven Isaac so far has scored 10 points he was my captain and then on the bench you had Ben Mee who got an 11 pointer but um, yeah, I didn't have him anywhere near my first sub spot. The bad then, Kieran Trippier, one point. 
um, with Newcastle uh, conceding twice. Uh, Bruno Gomez uh, with a one pointer, but I mean these boys have another game to come along with Isaac. Um, then Alvarez with two points. The news that Grealish. Well, I mean I suppose we all kind of guessed that Grealish wouldn't start that game against um, against Everton because. He played. He's played the last couple of games, and he played that Champions League game against Madrid in midweek. So you know, I think everyone just assumed that he was going to be rested, and that he'd play again in the Champions League, which he did last night. He played the full ninety minutes for City in that game in their four 0 win win against Manchester City. Um. So yeah, that puts me at fifty eight points so far. So depending on what the triple up of Trippier, Gomez, and Isaac do tonight, it might make it a little better. Current rank is around eight hundred and thirty six k. And I have one free transfer for the next game week. So we'll just have a look, I suppose, at some of the players that done well. So Callum Wilson, I think it was a bit of a toss of a coin, really. People going for Callum Wilson or Isaac. I went for Isaac because I had Isaac anyway, so I didn't have to do much major surgery on my team. Stuck the armband on him, so hopefully he can do something against Brighton tonight. It would be good. Um... Then you had um, in the Spurs game, obviously Kane, look, consistent once again, scored a goal. Uh, Chelsea and Forrest, uh, Sterling scored twice. Sterling really hasn't played at well at all this year for Chelsea, so next season he'll be hoping to uh, to do a lot better if he's in Pochettino's plans. Crystal Palace and Bournemouth, yeah, is going to mention a few of these players as well, but Eze scored twice, so... Again, he's a player that pops up in conversation a lot along with uh, Olise. He got an assist in that game against Bournemouth. Uh, then moving on to some of the games on Sunday. So Gundogan, I mean, one of the goals he scored was absolutely outrageous. It's going to be up there with uh, one of the goal of the season contenders. But he's always been pretty steady. I know he probably doesn't hit the highs every single week. But when Ilkay Gundogan hits highs, he is um, he's a very, very good asset to own. And uh, look, Haaland scored as well. But the less said about that, the better. He's just doing what he does best. And um, yeah, I mean, he was a captain option. But I think the, the lore of the double game, we probably won out over Haaland in the end. So who else played well? We see Brighton here. Uh, Estepanan, 17-pointer. I think Dara had him in his team. Um, I don't think I've owned Estepanan at any stage this year. So um, it's a bit late now, I suppose. But uh, next year, he'll definitely be in my preseason plans. And finally then, Liverpool, Salah, you know, three assists, a goal for Trent and two for Curtis Jones. Um, good to see Trent weighing in with a few goals now as well. Next season, I mean, I'm saying next season for a lot of these players is a big season. You know, the likes of Sterling, the likes of Trent, you know, these are players that are hoping to maybe come back really strong and have a really positive start to next season and just carry it on. So, they are just some of the bigger performances of the weekend. And, I mean, with regards my my own team's performance, yeah, look, I'm not going to finish anywhere near the top 500k. So, um, I can't just play out the last couple of weeks now and we'll see what happens. These couple of weeks can be a little bit strange, I suppose, with lineups and stuff like that. You know, who's going to play? Um, City are one team I would keep an eye on, I suppose. You know, they have to beat Chelsea the weekend, so I would assume... That they're probably going to play a strong lineup, but then the Champions League final after that will be a couple of weeks after the last game of the season. So we will be, I suppose, we'll only really be guessing what that final day team will look like. But hopefully, it won't hurt us too much. So we will move on to Dara's voice note. So he has sent in some of his reaction to game week thirty six, how he got on, 
and he usually does the list of players to target for the next couple of game weeks so let's take a quick listen to that hi steve and all the listeners i hope you're all well uh, unfortunately i am sending in a voice note this week um for game week 36 and game week 37 uh, because our schedules don't match up and uh, due to work and other commitments uh, so hopefully we'll get back together on the podcast uh, next week so I'll just look at a review of 36 and a preview of game week 37 um, I'll look at my team first from 36 so so far I have got uh, 86 points and there's still uh, the games played tonight between Brighton and Newcastle, and I have about five players playing in that. So I think I moved up about uh, 90,000 places in the world, roughly. Um, I'll just have to double-check that, but it's another green arrow, and had a, have had a good week so far in all my leagues. I've been moving up in them in the head-to-head and uh, uh, the leagues themselves so first up on my players here that did well Wilson I bought in made captain he got uh, two goals and he got 12 points so he got me 24 so far and I'm hoping tonight he'll uh, do the business again Salah got 12 points three assists and um, Estepinan got 17 points Excellent from him, very, very good. He got assists and a goal, and they bet Arsenal, and he got the clean sheet and bonus points as well. Kane, as ever, consistent, seven points. Haaland got seven. Reyes, my goalkeeper, got seven. And then I bought in Willock as well, and he got five points. He got an assist, so very happy with the Newcastle players. Um, so then the rest of my team got three, two, one, and one. That's Matoma, Alex, Marino, and Trippier, and Martinelli. And I see Rashford is was injured, but he is on seventy five percent now. I think on the app, and Martinelli is the same. So hopefully they'll he'll be fit for the for the double game week. Um, I will move on to my players to target. And we'll look at that first, and then I'll look at the captaincy picks for the upcoming game week. So, players to target, Newcastle players uh, who played very well. You have Wilson, Isaac, Willock, maybe players that you might want to get in for the rest of the season. They're pushing for Champions League places. Um, So, any of those three might be a good option if you haven't got them already. Ramsey for Villa, they're pushing for a Europa League place or a Conference League place. He is cheap enough and he's been playing very well under their new manager and he got eight points. Again, Kane, look, he's someone that you probably might not get in because of Spurs' form, but him personally, he's been doing very well. He's the one that's been keeping them up there and uh, he's someone that's been so consistent. I know he's expensive and you might have him already or you might not be able to get him in. But Sterling is the next one. Uh, he got 15 points, got two goals, and they have a double game week. So possibly as a punt or you're looking for a differential to catch up in your mini leagues or your head-to-heads. Um, then we have Nottingham Forest, uh, striker Awoni, I think you pronounce it. I'm not sure. 
uh, I haven't had to pronounce that before, but he got he's got twelve points his last two games. Forest are fighting to stay up. I think they're nearly okay now. They're nearly safe, but he's definitely been one of the players over the last few weeks who's been on form. Same with Eze for Crystal Palace. He got sixteen points. He got two goals. He got three bonus points. He has been very very good all season, majority of season, and especially now under Roy Hodgson. So definitely someone maybe to look at. Uh, Shaw, Martial got eight points respectively each. They have a double game week coming up. You have Fernandez, you have Rashford if he's fit for United. They have the double game. You might want to look at some of them. Martial personally would be someone I wouldn't go for. He's very inconsistent, uh, so he could be an option maybe if you want to get in a cheaper, cheaper striker. Uh, Next one then, Mitrovic coming back in, got five points, got a goal. Maybe as a as a option there as a striker you could uh put him in. Uh then the next one is Gundogan. He got nineteen points. He was very, very, very good for City. Um the only problem now with Gundogan is look his value is okay, is I think he's seven point two or seven point three, but is Pep gonna rotate? They've probably won the league they have the champions league is he going to rest maybe he'd only want to play one game in this double game week who knows but if he wasn't if you knew he was going to start he's definitely someone i'd have in maybe to replace if rashford is injured or if you have enough funds and you want to replace like a martinelli um so the next one then is calvert loon didn't do so well in the last game week but he's changed kind of everton he changes the play and he's a pinnacle there up front and he's He's very, very good in the air and definitely someone that you might get in as a, again as a as a differential if you need to catch up. The next one in Liverpool players, Trent got 13. Curtis Jones, surprisingly, has been playing very well. He's got 16 points, uh, maybe a cheap option there in midfield. I'd say a lot of people already have Salah, uh, but those will be the three I would go for from Liverpool. Uh, in Saiso or Estepunen for Brighton, they have a double game week. You also have the the ones we've mentioned all season. Matoma, McAllister, March is injured. Uh, but those are players. And Saiso looks like a quality player. He's very cheap. He's a striker. Had him there for a while myself, but I got Wilson in instead. And he ended up getting double the amount of points. And he has the double also as well. So um, we'll see. We'll see about that tonight, how that goes. They will be the picks that I would go for. Obviously, you always have your usuals there like Haaland and other players but some of these might be a little bit different and obviously you want to maybe hit the double game week players the likes of City players if you can trust the rotation you have Man United players um, they have a double game week as well you have Brighton have another double game week there have a lot of doubles in the last few weeks and they're very very hard to know with these doubles because player the players aren't going to play in every single game. And then you have Chelsea. Maybe not someone you want to hit. You don't know. what they're, They've been very inconsistent. Uh, but maybe a Sterling there you might take a punt on. Or a Felix. So that is my players to target. I'll move on to my captain picks for this week. The usual suspects again on this. With one or two different players. Haaland. He's two fixtures. Should play. But who knows, again, he could be rested for one. But if he does play, even one is enough for him. Maybe a United player like a Fernandez is a differential. Kane, 
has one fixture, Salah has one fixture. Uh, there could be options as well, but I'd say probably go for a double game week player is the best thing to do. Then as an outside shout, I'd go for an Enciso or Enciso for Brighton. They have home to Southampton and I think they're home to City then, I think. So they would be my captain picks for the upcoming week. And we have two game weeks left, and this is the last double game week in 37, and in 38 we all have we have single fixtures. So hopefully everyone will will be getting excited for the last couple of weeks of fancy football and the Premier League. And I want to say just best of luck to everyone this week, and hopefully myself and Steve will be back on the show um, next week together. And we'll be able to get you in uh, a review um, of the Game Week 37 and then a preview of the final Game Week of 38. So best of luck again and I'll talk to you all soon. Yeah, thanks a million to Dara for sending in the voice note as usual. Some great points for the Game Week ahead and some great players to choose uh, ahead of the penultimate game of the FPL season. So we will move on to one question that he sent me after he'd sent on the voice note yesterday. He said that there is a question um, that uh, was asked by one of uh, one of his friends out there in Dubai. So question from Connor Kielt. Uh, thanks for the question, Connor. So he asks, do we have any recommendations for picks for the last few weeks, considering quite a few teams might be on the beach already, while others are fighting for different things like titles, uh, staying up uh, from relegation and other European spots. So, good point. Um, that's kind of what we, you know, we're thinking when we think of lineups, say for Man City this weekend. Look, they could potentially win the title at Chelsea. I would assume. Like, this is just a, a a small example. I would assume that they'd have a strong team out. They'll go for it. You'll see the likes of your... You'll see Gundogan, Grealish, Haaland, De Bruyne. You're going to see all these players. So they'll want to just finish the job, get it done, uh, so they can have a little bit of, uh, you know, breathing space or a rest period uh, for the final uh, game of the season. Um, then other teams, I suppose if we if we just look at um, the, the, the league table and kind of just get an idea, like the relegation teams, Obviously, look, you're not gonna uh, you're not gonna really kind of go and look at any of these players, like because I think you know there's too much on the line. The games are too unpredictable to uh, to pick, and um, it's just yeah, like the likes of the likes of Leicester, Leeds, Everton, and Forest. I I I, I don't know. I think um, I think Forest have a tough game against Arsenal this weekend. I would expect that Arsenal, you know, possibly could win, but you know, Forest could want it more. So that'll be, that'll be a fair point as well. You look at Everton, um, Dara mentioned Dominic Carver-Lewin. He potentially could be somebody, look, they're playing Wolves this weekend. So that's a game where he could absolutely score. Leeds, um, yeah, they're fighting as well. But I don't know if there's anybody really that stands out. I don't think there's anyone apart from Rodrigo this season that has ever stood out for Leeds. And, um, you know, Leeds are just trying to get their bearings together and try and stay up from relegation. If you move on then to mid-table, the likes of Chelsea players, look, they're in 11th. They're not going to make European football. Fulham, yeah, they would strike me as a team that's on the beach, definitely. Crystal Palace, 
you know they're, they're safe they don't have to do anything really just get through the last couple of games and you know maybe run some of the the younger players um into the uh, into the first team squad so then you look at the likes of Aston Villa yeah Villa are still kind of in the mix for a European play Spurs are kind of there as well and Brighton so most of us have Brighton players so the likes of your um Pascal Gross your Matoma your Estepanan as Dara mentioned there um Liverpool obviously triple Liverpool is fine or double Liverpool I think you have, if you've Trent or uh, Salah you know stick with that it's fine Robertson United again all these teams have something to do they still have more to do for the season I think Newcastle still have work to do United have work to do Liverpool have work to do um you know so them three them three teams definitely are gonna be still going for it to to secure it like the top four race is actually pretty good because Newcastle on 66 United on 66 uh and Liverpool on 65 so it's gonna get real congested there and you know Liverpool are really coming like a train at what they've won six or seven games in a row so they'll be um they'll be really looking to move into that fourth spot apart from that like I like to to answer Connor's question short answer I would pick Newcastle Manchester United uh Liverpool Brighton players most of us have them if you wanted to go for other players then look I think if you have you know Forest players their fixtures are okay Everton's fixtures are are okay, but again, they're battling enough there, and you know, relegation scraps always are you know a different gravy whatsoever. Like they they just don't play out the way you think they're supposed to. And then I would avoid the likes of your Fulham, Chelsea, Crystal Palace, even Brentford. Although Brentford don't want to make a, a decent end of the season, um, you know, just to consolidate the position. But yeah, that's that's what I would do anyways. If uh, if I was considering players. Um, and it is it's a good point look I think even before maybe this week maybe three or four weeks ago there's probably teams in the Premier League that are between you know being safe for relegation and not having any major involvement in the European places they'll probably sit back and say look we can you know sit back plan for next season a little bit we can see what we're working with and we can you know push on from there so thank you very much for the question Connor Kilt I hope you're keeping well out there in the UAE with uh, Dara and all the lads so yeah we'll leave it at that thanks a million for the question Connor um, and thanks very much to Dara for sending in his voice note we will be back next week for the final episode of the season can you believe it 30 seven slash 38 games in the bag um it's been uh it's been a long season it's been difficult at times it's been uh, different especially with the world cup but uh we'll reflect on that next week as we go into the final game week of the season thanks a million for listening everyone and we'll speak to you next week see ya